0: Hi everybody, great to join again with you today and we are the ministry team at Evening Light Tabernacle and we have our church here in Minden, Louisiana. We're happy that you have joined with us today and we hope you'll let your friends know that we're online and and speaking today and we're going to be talking about um, how the church fell away from its original um, condition there that as they received on the day of Pentecost the Holy Ghost and and the upper room what a wonderful experience that was but then how that falling away is not simply a an end time event has been happening now for many many years and this is why a restoration is so needed and promised um, I'd like to start with the scripture today where Paul said in 2 Thessalonians 2 and 3, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there be a fallen away first, and that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition, who opposes and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. I think we noted last time that Paul said that they would receive another Jesus, another gospel, and another spirit. So this would not be Satan in the church saying, I am Satan and people worshiping as Satan, but rather he would be masquerading as Jesus, presenting himself as the the one who actually... was crucified, gave his life, and and yet many of the concepts of Jesus would be preached, but it would be perverted enough that it would be a perverted gospel because that's what Satan likes to do. Satan has always,
1: always been in religious deception from the very beginning. And his ambition uh, throughout the ages has always been to be worshipped. Like it says in Isaiah 14, I will exalt myself above all that is called God. I will be like the Most High. I, I. And that was his desire before uh, the Garden of Eden. And there was a war in heaven with Michael the archangel. And that has, that ambition has never left, just like the scripture that you're reading, that uh, his desire was to be worshipped. And so, from the beginning of time, we see Cain and Abel. And Cain is not an atheist. Cain is religious. Right. And they come out of the same household. They're worshiping the same God. And, but, but Cain refuses to worship God's provided way, which was blood. Right. And then we see that there's an, an Ishmael and an Isaac both from the line of abraham Mm -hmm. but one is of god one is a persecutor of the elect just like cain was a persecutor right there's an esau and a jacob and jake now in that case esau looks like the better guy because he loves his daddy and he's bringing him meat but the difference was jacob's heart was set on the birthright right i want that birthright i've got to have the birthright Mm -hmm. And Esau despised it. And that's why the Bible refers to it is that God hated Esau mm-hmm. because he despised the birthright. My. But they come out of the same household all the way down through the ages. There were two trees in the garden. Right. There was Judas and Jesus. And this is striking because Judas is out of the same tribe. He's in the inner circle of Jesus and he's the treasure of the church. My. And he has a manifested ministry of the supernatural casting out of devils and and he comes right out but when he comes to pentecost he shows his colors so it just
0: shows it's kind of been twins all along down along it's been the line. twins all the way through yeah the the right and the wrong the 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 sower of good seed and the sower of bad seed and so on all the way down so you know as paul said it that they would come a falling away first He called him the man of sin the son of perdition, which speaks like Judas, he's a betrayer, he opposes and exalts himself. I think these are key words. Right. Exalts himself above all that is called God. So he puts himself up above everything, and then or that is worshipped, and that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. So actually then what Paul says is that Satan would actually take over the church and be worshipped right within the framework Mercy of the Christian church. Right.
2: And none of it caught God by surprise. No, no, no. I mean, he knew this was going to happen, and that's why Paul, Paul could say grievous wolves are going to come. Right. That's right. He knew this was going to happen. And then, and then he says right there in 2 Thessalonians um, 2 and 7, for the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Yeah. He already you know, with spiritual discernment could see that other spirit, the other twin mm-hmm. working there in the framework of the church. Of course,
0: it comes to head in the end time. Right. You know, where these things that happen in seed form becomes manifested in the harvest time and in and, and a, and a multiplied way. And so, you know, yes, but the iniquity, mystery of iniquity already was working in the early church.
1: It said Paul said that in the last days... They would be lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, truce breakers, false accusers, despisers of those that are good, having a form of godliness. There you go. But denying the power, which would be the life of the vine that we spoke of in the last session, denying the power thereof, from such turn away. The the deception that Satan brought uh, was a lot like Eve. He started out in religious conversation, hath God said. Yeah. Mm. And so he just twisted the word slightly. Right. To bring 6,000 years of human misery upon the human race. So let me, let
3: me pose this question here. because It refers to Second Thessalonians 2 and 4. Because it's in your Bible. It's in your Bible. It's in your Bible. And it's in every denominational Bible that believes in, that believes in Christ. But he's sitting in the temple of God. So what does that mean? They're reading the same scripture that we're reading. Are their eyes blinded to the, what this scripture is truly saying? Because our eyes have been enlightened. We can see who it is. It clearly tells us. So why? I mean, he's sitting in the temple of God showing himself that he is God. He's sitting in the church.
0: He's convincing them. He is he's convincing God. them that he is God. That this is the true Jesus and it's not the Jesus of the Bible. It's the Jesus of people's own making. Another. And if you'll if you'll look at, you know, for example, one church, they will have a Jesus. And the Jesus that they make, you know, I, I like to think of it this way. In the beginning, God made man. Now man wants to make God. Right, exactly. Yes, true. And so he wants a God that... He desires. He's going to make him the way he wants him. And so, you know, certain theologians made a God that this God has to mind his mother. So you pray to the Virgin Mary and who, who prays to his, her son and her son prays to his father. And, you know, you, the, 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 the son has to do what his mama tells him to do. That is a God that has been crafted by theologians, yet it is being preached in the temple of God, right. portrayed as Jesus, yeah, right. but is not Jesus at all. Then there's an, another God. For example, um, this God doesn't care how you're baptized um, or if you're baptized, if you're immersed or um, if you're um, sprinkled. You know, it doesn't really matter. To this God. So, you know, every denomination makes their own God. And it's not a God of the Bible, but it's one of their own making. And they craft him by their certain favorite scriptures rather than taking the whole Word of God and presenting the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, that's what I think.
3: So, that's how we got 41,000. This is how we got 41,000.
0: And there again, it's not a, someone standing there with horns and a pitchfork. It's right. Satan disguised scripture. as deception. an angel of the light. It's deception. You know, in Jesus, as a scripture, I just want to interject here. It, just, it says Jesus talking about the light of the body and talking about darkness. He said, but take heed, therefore, that the light which is in thee be not darkness. So, I mean, it's showing right there that he, he's, he's light, showing himself to be light. Satan is showing himself to be light, but yet he's darkness all the time. Uh-huh. And yes. if we're not careful, we'll be deceived thinking it's light, it's God, looks right. like God. You know, got a, it's a church. I mean, Marvel it's a,
3: not that his ministers are right. or, or his angels are ministers of light.
1: Right. Yes. 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 But it's darkness. But it's
0: darkness. Right. Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, that first church, Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. That first church lived by the word. That's right. right. And this is what Satan is trying to get out of the grips of the church. By, uh, by devaluing the word, by uh, substituting man's ideas for God. And Jesus said it. You, by your traditions, make the word of God of yeah, none effect. effect. Right. Because the word, the gospel, will have an effect upon people, right, yeah. upon souls. Right. And so Satan knows just a little leaven will contaminate the whole. Satan knows that he can just slightly twist into man's programs, and then we're powerless. We're sitting powerless. So that tells me that Satan is a great preacher.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's a a
2: great preacher. The warning is always if he comes preaching something different. A lot of times it puts the warning on preachers. It says that in 2 Corinthians 11.4. For if he that cometh preacheth another Jesus. So this is someone with a ministry. Yeah, If he preaches another Jesus Now this is what Paul's saying We've over and over again said that the Book of Acts church is our pattern And Paul just comes right out and said If he preaches another Jesus Whom we have not preached Anything different at all Or if you receive another spirit Which ye have not received Or another gospel Which you just spoke of One that's crafted by man Which ye have not accepted You might well bear with him so a lot of times, the, we're not to be looking outside the church walls
0: for, for the deception. No. It's inside the church well, walls. A lot of people think, you know, is the beast is going to be some great machine or whatever. The, the, the Antichrist is a spirit. And it, yes. and it works within the framework of the church bringing the deception. If you go back to what you said a while ago, Brother Craig, you know, Paul said it himself about about and, and referred back to Eve, he said, I am jealous over you yeah. with a godly jealousy, for I have espoused you to one husband that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. So here, here was his desire to, to have one that was a chaste virgin. But he said, I fear less by any means as the serpent beguiled Eve. Through his subtlety, so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that's in Christ. Hmm. So as you said, he comes saying, yea, hath God said. He didn't come, he didn't come saying, um, you, you know, I'm the devil or I'm the serpent and I'm out here to deceive you. He come with yea, hath God said. And he comes bringing a part of the word, but not all of the word. And with this, he brings a deception and crafts his own God. And so he made a God to Eve, like, oh, surely God wouldn't do that. So automatically, he began to start crafting God into something that, and made God into something different than what his word said.
3: I think that's why the Bible tells us to earnestly, earnestly, fervently contend for the faith that was once delivered. Yes. For that original true faith. You contend original. for that. So you can rightly divide the spirit and discern the spirit and know which is truth and which is not true and, and Jude
2: wrote that thirty is about thirty years after the founding of the church. So we're just thirty years later and he's having to say, You gotta contend, contend for the faith which was once delivered. In other words, what people are believing, what people are preaching is
0: not what was delivered exactly. to us. Exactly.
3: But Something's that, changed. So
0: already yeah. something is happening. Exactly. Yeah. Just a is, few short years. And you're saying this is the
1: falling away. Is yeah. the beginning. Yeah. This was the beginning of the falling away of the first church. Yeah. yeah.
0: Exactly, exactly right. right. Well, one step away from the Word is a step away from Christ. Exactly right. And so, you know, there's one step. And so it's, it's it's just like shooting a target. You know, uh, you're, you, you've got to be lined up. And to be able to hit that target. And, and what people have done today is they want to move the target rather than, you know, line line up with the Word of God. Yes. The target is the Word. Right. But they want to move the target right. in order to compensate for their beliefs.
2: We know the serpent changed one word
0: with it. That's each. all. One changed
2: word. one word. Yeah. So in your analogy, he wasn't off by a lot. No. You know, Jude writing this, they may have not been way out in false doctrine but one step away he's saying you know he's looking at it going we we can't do that looking at the scripture what Paul has right. written saying if there's anything different yes. don't don't hear that and he's looking at it and that's 30 years after the founding of the church where are we at 2000 years later yes. if it was off this much there the How further much? it goes the further it goes exactly. the further away from the truth it's gotten
1: that that's really good and and it's actually astounding to think of it in that way that a step away from the Word is a step away from God because we cannot worship God apart from the Word. That's right. Jesus said we must worship in spirit and in truth. Right. Right. So to be anti-Word is to be anti-Christ. Exactly right. Exactly right. Uh Like the only way to worship God in spirit and in truth is to worship Him by the Word like the first church, like Jesus taught us. So without
2: the Word... You find yourself in the congregation that we were speaking of earlier with Satan showing himself as God. That's where you're worshiping.
3: Wow. Yeah. I think without the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives that can help us see the Word and discern the Word, that's where we find ourselves. That's right. That's why the baptism of the Holy Ghost is so essential. It's yes. paramount. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the life of Christ. Right. It's the life of the vine in the branch. Right. And I think Amen. that's that's what's missing in a lot of churches. Otherwise, we would all be a part of the same body. Amen.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the, the power is gone. The freedom of the Holy Spirit is gone. The, the you know, even even that which would bring um, our morals and convictions and whatever is being lost in the society that we're living in. Yet, we call ourselves a Christian nation.
3: Yeah. Yeah, have a form of godliness.
0: Right. Oh, yeah, have a form. We have, a, form.
3: We have a, com- a conversation yeah. no. or a conversion. We're saying, Lord, Lord, a profession. Yeah, but which, we lack the power,
2: which leads to so many statements of, Oh, well, we're all sinners. Right. Oh, well, we all sin a little bit, denying the power of the Holy Spirit to, to live an overcoming
0: life. Exactly thing. right,
3: to live a victorious life.
0: And and, and yes, we all were sinners, we were. but there was there has to be that change. To where that we're no longer, you know, um, out practicing sin. Exactly. Right. But but yet holiness and godliness and purity is being lived through our lives. Amen. Yes. And and so this is this is really a cop out today. Right. You know. Oh well, we're just all sinners. You know. Well, yeah, I lie. Yeah, I mean, I I cuss. Yeah, I mean, we I drink a little. Uh, yeah, we. Uh, fornicate or you know, shack up or whatever right. the condition of the world is today but we're all sinners well you know I want to tell the, the people that there is a gospel Amen. that will change yes. a life right, and will change you from a life of sin to make you an overcomer and have a victorious life in this life Amen. not over exactly. the millennium somewhere. Right. but right, right now exactly. that you can live a victorious life as he said even to the last age, to him that overcometh. As yes. he says to every age, to him that overcometh. Somebody's going to overcome. Somebody's going to be victorious, and somebody is going to stand for truth. Amen. Amen. And God bless you as we um, wind down this session, we'll look a little deeper into this and see how the early church lost its first love. Thank you for joining with the ministry team at Evening Light Tabernacle. For more information on what you have
3: heard today, please visit us at eveninglight.net. May God bless you.